The views and opinions expressed on the 10-8 podcast are those of the authors and guests individually. They do not necessarily reflect an official policy or position. The 10-8 podcast is for entertainment purposes only and is not affiliated with any entity, agency, or department. afternoon and good evening whenever and wherever you're listening welcome to the 108 podcast episode 26 we've got me madness and breaking the internet with not today ia my name is officer y 108 select few can call me by my governments whatever you are here you are listening to the 108 podcast welcome 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 bienvenue what's up I don't have my notes written for today. I am literally going off the cuff. But I know the first thing that you're thinking right now is, wait a second, wait a second, is Thursday already? The answer is no, it is not. It is Wednesday. Why is the 10 podcast coming out on a Wednesday? That's crazy. And wait a second, didn't we get the Jersey Boys podcast yesterday? What is going on? Why is 10 giving us so much content is he really that bored? Well, the answer to that, just like all the girls I asked out for prom, no, I am not bored. I've got a lot going on, but I decided to give myself to you guys. You see, talked about meme wars. We've got meme wars going on, and the finals are between myself and not today IA. So I, I owed it to you, the people. The, the adoring public of Not Today IA's memes, not me, to produce this episode a day early. Because you see, today, right now, if you are listening on March 31st, if you are not listening on March 31st, then uh, go fuck yourself. I owed it to you to get this episode out because it's hype for the meme contest that's going on right now. So, first things first, I need you to stop what you're doing. Unless you're listening to this episode, which you obviously are because you're, you've reached this point in the episode. So if you are driving, just pull over real quick, open up your phone, go to Not Today IA on Instagram. That's going to be the at symbol, not N-O-T, November Oscar Tango, Tango Oscar Delta, Alpha Yankee, India Alpha. Press enter, go to the story, which if you don't know how to do that, you got to click the profile image. Then the story is going to pop up. Then you're going to see two memes, one by Not Today IA, one by me, and then you pick the best one, okay? Now, there's two things I got to say, because 
because you got Dark Cop Memes, who you're going to hear in a minute, was my pick to win. He got on my balls about, you know, oh, you, you asked everyone to vote for you. Oh, well, yeah. Whatever. Anyway, you don't have to vote for me because you're listening to me. But you also don't have to vote to not, for Not Today IA because they're hosting the competition. You understand? Vote for whoever puts out the best content. And I'm just saying, look at your boy over here. That's all I'm saying. That being said, Not Today IA took a lot of time out of their personal schedule, I think. I don't know. I'm hyping this person up, so just go with it. Took a lot of time out of their personal schedule. So even if you don't vote for Not Today IA, at least give them a follow, okay? That is literally the only way they've got to 17,000 followers is by people following them because of the meme competition. <clears throat> anyway, <laughs> sorry, I'm just talking some shit. Anyway, uh, we do have a great conversation coming up in just a few moments. Not today, IA, myself. We're going to talk about a lot of things. Give you a little backstory. Not today, IA was originally called Campus Police Memes. We met when I started my page back in the day. Uh, the day was in 2019, I believe. I really, I was, well, I'll bring up the story during the interview, but yeah, so I started my page in 2019, so the fact that I've been talking to Not Today IA since 2019 is uh, is a big deal. So, just like Ron Burgundy, I'm kind of a big deal. So is our friendship. So, that being said, um, been through a lot. Two meme wars, you know, that's really it. No, but they've got great content. Great merch. It's going to be fun. It's going to be good. You're going to enjoy it. We talk about the campus police thing. Sorry, my uh, CIs are texting me. Uh, um, let me just lower that really quick. We talk about the meme wars. We talk about campus police. And we talk about being a cop and, and being a good cop at that. And then uh, some other things regarding the meme wars and, and life in general. Um, if you haven't yet, go back. Listen to Jersey Boys Episode 3, What's for Dinner. Uh, we had a lot of fun making that. I put that out yesterday, bro. You guys are getting, so last week we had, Hey, my man, which by the way, if you haven't checked out the, Hey, my man podcast yet, you're missing out, go do it. Then I gave you Jersey boys yesterday. I gave you not today. IA today. And then next week on Thursday, cause I'm going back to normal. Uh, we have a project 109 episode with Lamont Quarker talking about line of duty deaths. I'm giving you a lot of content folks. I really hope you're enjoying it, and I've got big, big plans. They're huge. They're gigantic. You've never seen plans quite as huge as this. I couldn't do a Donald Trump voice, but that's what I was going for. I've got a lot of things coming up. I've got a big announcement coming soon. I just um, got to plan it properly, and then I will make the announcement. But I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna show you a little bit ahead of time until I'm ready to show you the full thing. That's what he said to her. Ding. Anyway, I just spent six minutes talking about absolutely nothing. That's why I write down my notes before we do the show. But I didn't want to take the extra time to write down my notes. I wanted just to go off the cuff so that way we can get right to the interview. So that's what we're going to do. That being said, guys, you're going to enjoy the episode. You can enjoy the interview. Here comes my conversation with Not Today IA. Oh, and by the way, it's called Break the Internet. So uh, prepare to be shocked.
All right, we are back. And now, ladies and gentlemen, the moment you've all been waiting for. This is like spoiler alert central here. Joining me is Not Today IA, known for the Instagram page, known for the uh, the meme wars and everything. And uh, I would just like to welcome you. Thank you for joining me on the show. Hey there, y'all. It's uh, Not Today IA. Thanks, Tim, for having me. <laughs> I'm excited to be on, so... Absolutely. I'm glad to have you here. Um, we've been following each other for a long time now. Mm -hmm. um, so I probably the beginning of my page, I think you've been there since the beginning. So uh, definitely, this is a long time coming. Um, yeah. I remember the first time we spoke, you, you may so all right, so for everyone who doesn't know, um, kind of give us a little backstory on your page. How did it start? And where is it at right now? So how did my page start? Okay. Um, well, I used to be a uh, former page known as Campus Police Memes. That's kind of where it all started. Um, just making memes about being a campus cop and the shit that goes on there and the, you know, the good, the bad, the funny. Um, and then I left campus policing and I always found myself in the hot seat because they would say, you know, you're policing in a gray area. I'm like, no, it's not a gray area. I just know what the fuck, or sorry, I don't know. <laughs> no, yeah, no, you're, you're good, you're good. <laughs> um, I just know what I can and cannot do in policing, and it's not your style. So I would find myself in the hot seat a lot with inquiries and things like that. So once I was gone, I changed my name to Not Today IA because it seemed extremely fitting for, <laughs> for my situation, so... Right. Absolutely. So uh, the very first conversation I remember us having, you commented on one of my posts about where you sent me a picture um, of it was a it was a cup. It was a like paper cup on a stick and it had like radar things written on it. And I was in the middle of a radar detail and you were mm -hmm. like and you said something like this is the, the radar that campus cops get. And oh, that. And then I said something, I posted something, and you commented, and I was like, why is the security guard commenting on my post? Oh, so, I can't remember you remember that? that? Yeah. Yeah. And and you were you like got offended by it. And then I was like, oh wait, no, you're really a campus cop. And that really started our uh <laughs> internet friendship. So it's just it's been an ongoing thing. And you know, now of course you've done this is your you're we're in the middle of your second meme war. You're like mm -hmm. uh I'm trying to think like I'm trying the to get super Godfather. Yes. Yes. It just, uh, you're like the, I don't know, like mortal Kombat. like you're holding this tournament this time. You're actually participating though. So that's a little bit. I better. Am. Yeah. Y'all called me a coward last time. Cause you know, I thought it would be a conflict of interest. I'm hosting, I'm competing. So y'all called me a coward and I was like, all right, well fine. This time I'll be in. And then now y'all are saying I'm, uh, playing favorites towards myself. So I can't, I can't really win. So. <laughs> I will say that I definitely did not make the second allegations. The first one, maybe, but the second one, absolutely not. Okay. All right. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see if you just miraculously whip up like, you know, a couple million votes. And, vote. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, we'll see how I that can, goes. I can, I can see the memes now, the fraud memes that y'all are going to make if I yep. win. So I, uh, yeah, I was actually thinking of doing one tonight because you know, the first <laughs> round of voting is about to end tonight um mm -hmm. for for everyone listening so this is going to be coming out uh we're this we're recording this on march 23rd this is going to be coming out on april 1st so oh. yeah so this whole so we're really we're talking about the meme wars after they've already ended right like yeah it's going to be ended by this point so i don't know i might actually now that we're not like i'm making a a decision as we're moving here, I might have to, uh, 
might have to air this early just to sync mm. it up. I don't know. We'll see. Um, Do you have I, any predictions for the bracket? Let's see. see if you're right or wrong. Okay, so so we're talking like obviously you you name this for March Madness. Obviously, that's the whole idea. Mm-hmm. So everyone's all about you know, hey man, my bracket's doing good or not. Um, hold on, let me pull up your bracket that you sent me, and I'll see. All right, so. For everyone listening, so you know what? Now that I'm making this, when is your final round going to be? Do you know? Final, the winner will be literally announced on April 1st at 0001. So, okay. last okay. day of voting is, is the last day of March. So, okay, so we'll see. We'll see. We'll see when I decide to release this. Okay, so first round is is being voted on right now. In about two hours, the, the winners are going to be announced. So, we've got Dispatcher Mo and Peach the Fuzz. Mm-hmm. Hood Cops and ba- Band-Aid Station PD. Uh, after briefing debrief and flexes for felonies, you got police meme media, which I thought was poorly made police memes because I looked at it really quick, but they're not in oh. this one. Uh, then you got Night Shift memes, Deputy Doofy and uh, Brittany Satcher, Tactagoons and um, <clears throat> All Cops are Woke. <laughs> Your mortal arch nemesis. Right, right. He is the... Um, he is the Joker to my Batman. Uh, <laughs> then you've got Cooperator as Fuck with Frank Castle, Angry Jailer, and Biggs 12. So, um, and then second round, everyone got first round buys is me, Hard Charger PD, Dark Cops, Blue Line Grit, uh, Five, oh my God, that's awesome. Uh, Red Gun Squad, you, and then Deep Night Memes. I'm surprised they made, they got a buy. But anyway. It was, it, it was all about about the numbers, but can we take a real quick pause to tell them what the meme war is? Sure. So I will let you do that, and then we'll, we'll I'll, I'll do my uh, bracket breakdown. So basically the meme war, um, any page can join. I put out like a little, a little feeler to see who wants to be in it. Um, registration closes, then I kind of make a bracket of, you know, page size versus page type. And what we're doing is the first couple of days leading up, you're just talking shit to your opponents, talking shit to other people, making your funniest memes, getting your content out there. Um, and then you go head to head with a meme page, the page that has the better content and the meme posted on my poll wins and moves on to the next one. And, you know, we all have to be either type A or super prideful because there's literally no prize. <laughs> the only right, prize right. is just well, well, right. in October. In October, you did. In October, you had actual yes. prizes. Yes, this one was because people were asking me about it. They're like, "Oh, come on, like it's March Madness, like you got to do it." And I'm like, "Y'all don't realize the amount of stress and behind the scenes work that has to go on to do it." So I wasn't, but you know, right, as a meme. You- lady you got to give the people what they want so i was thinking and then like you know you have you have this expectation for the the brackets now like this is your second one this one mm-hmm. i think is well very well put together the other one was done very well too but i don't know something about the way you did the seating this time i don't know i was very impressed by it so and that this, poorly made police means with like a hundred thousand followers isn't you know competing right so. right so you know that made it a little bit uh you know i was I don't know. I was talking about something about having the ringer in there. And I mean, that, that was them, but mm-hmm. um, next, you know, cop humor is going to be in the next one because they've only got like a million followers or something. Right. Like police posts, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um. So as far as the overall competition goes, um, I, I would be biased and say myself, but I honestly, I don't see myself winning. Um. Mm. I don't know. There's just so many good pages. I feel like 
Five, oh my god, that's awesome. They had they have a very strong following. I mean, they're mm-hmm. OG, they're OGAF. Yeah. Uh, Dark Cop memes, of course. I, I don't know. I feel like those two are like those are the favorites right now for me. Yeah. Um, Hard Charger has been is a is another one that like we kind of started our pages at the same time. So that's one that could probably sneak up. So basically the next for people that haven't seen the bracket, go, go follow not today. IA and find it. But um, like next week, the next bracket is going to be between me or dispatcher Mo and peach the fuzz, which I think peach is going to win. Cause he's winning at the moment. Um, and with peach, the fuzz, people were saying like, Oh, he doesn't have the same amount of followers as Mo, but peach, the fuzz. I mean, y'all talked about it in a previous podcast has been on fire since day one. Yeah. So like, I just felt like he deserved, even though he has to like play up a little bit to the bigger following. Like I think he totally on a play, like an evil, evil, even playing field there. <laughs> there might so, be an evil playing field. He, uh, he is evil. So yeah, but no, he, we, you know, the Jersey boys and I have talked about it. Like he, I don't know if he's got a meme factory. I don't know if he's got like Jerry, Spr- Jerry, Jerry Springer. I meant Jerry Seinfeld, like in his basement. And he's just like a sweatshop of people making memes just for him. Turning it out. Yeah. Cause it just does not make sense. Especially like he, he hasn't told me where he works, but he's alluded to working at a busy agency. So it really doesn't make sense to mm-hmm. me. But, you know, so I think if I had to make a prediction, it's either going to be five O or dark cops that takes it, but we'll see. Okay. Maybe there'll be, maybe there'll be an upset. What do you think? Um, I definitely think all cops are woke is going to the end. That's my, <laughs> Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. If they keep, uh, keep buying followers, that might help. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Yeah. Uh, okay. Listen, listen. So right now for everyone, I mean, again, we're talking in the, in the past and we're predicting things that have already happened when people listen. Um, but it looks like he's going to beat Tactagoons. Which I don't know, man. Like I had, I had such high hopes for Tacticoons, but mm-hmm. so Red Gun Squad is like my only hope. If not, it's going to be probably five. Oh my god! Like Red Red can't let me down. I'm sorry. Like mm-hmm. he's gonna get he's gonna get kicked off the Jersey Boy podcast. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't know. It's just love his title. Absolutely, absolutely. I've already threatened him for a couple things, so you know this is this is kind of where it's at. But put a red um, X over his face on the poster. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And I'll replace him with some other guy from Jersey. I don't know. I'll, I can find somebody. <laughs> find someone off the street. Yeah, absolutely. Just, you know, roll a cannoli down freaking Main <laughs> Street and you'll find one. So I don't know. But I do like that you do the meme uh, meme wars because not only, you know, obviously it gets everyone some exposure, especially the smaller pages. It, it oddly enough, created a sense of community between all of us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're all from all different parts of the country. Um, different backgrounds, different styles of policing, different opinions on different things. But we all have this dark sense of humor. We all have this sarcastic sense of humor and we can all relate. And, you know, it's, it's kind of funny when you see like these newer meme pages come out. And to me, every time I see a new meme page come out, I'm like, Oh, it's gotta be like a rookie or something. But no, these are guys that have been doing it for a long time. And now they're just, you know, fed up with it now they're making memes so i really like that you started the sense of community how is it so you obviously you're getting everything sent to you what has been the um what has been your experience with all of it i mean i definitely agree with you on the sense of you know everybody coming together um it shows that you know i I mean it kind of goes back to what you're saying about we all kind of can come together as one one of the things that i like the most though would probably be 
we can all take a joke. Mm-hmm. Um, we're mm-hmm. all getting on each other. You know, I remember one of my favorite memes from last time was from Flexes for Felonies, and he posted a meme, and it was like when you start a meme war for internet clout, <laughs> and so, like the the meme was like everyone is stupid except for me. Um, but that we're all able to take a joke. Um, and it just kind of starts this bigger community. And like you said, it gets these smaller pages, bigger exposure, but also with us all being, and I can't say the word because they sense whenever you say the word, but snatto bland, um, whenever we're all kind of, uh, hidden, um, whenever they see this much activity, I feel like it kind of boosts our pages up. I mean, people are saying like, Oh, I I thought, you know, you went away. I'm like, "Whoa, whoa, 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 no, I'm still here. I'm still pumping out content. Um, but it kind of gets the ball rolling. Um, it gives everyone kind of like a break from the typical memes of like, haha, I stopped a crackhead, blah, 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 blah. Um, but it just kind of gets a different sense of memes rolling. So I don't know. I just think it's a good little thing to do every once in a while. So sure. I won't be doing another one until October, but October will be the big one where we can have, you know, 50 fucking pages again. So, uh huh. Yeah. I think um, the other thing with, with that is it can also, with, with the, the, the wars and everything, is it kind of breaks the the meme block like you know like when you're like man i can't think of anything and then you get the creative juices flowing you get a little bit more snippy with your content because you're 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 you know digging at somebody else so i mean it's all in good fun like you said um so it's and when you mentioned flexes for felonies his some of his memes are so savage (laughs) i'm like he got me a couple times like even without uh being in a meme war and he just like zane me on a couple of things like oh you know making making shirts and and stickers yeah, and everything selling your bracelets and shit. yeah yeah and i'm like oh man he got me and then yeah. obviously making a podcast and everything i mean everyone gets me on me for that but whatever it's all in good fun and it's whatever it really i mean doesn't matter we're all in this together we're all just trying to have a good time and mm-hmm. It's going to be great whenever we, we do our big uh, meme Lord get together and no one's going to know what the other one looks like. And, yep. uh, you know, we'll just kind of figure it out. We'll have to like, well, here's what we'll do. Have a color okay. of the day. <laughs> I was either thinking that or like, you know how, like when you went to prom, there were like place cards. Yes. <laughs> like, hi, my name is, and I'll have the meme page, but everyone else should pick up someone else's name. Like, oh. I'll be like hi, I'm Red Gun Squad. <laughs> No, I, I was thinking about that, about the uh, the street cop training conference. I was like, you know, because a lot of us are going. So I was like, can you imagine like me and fucking, let's say like dark cops or something sitting next to each other for a whole entire week, not having any idea that, you know, you're sitting next to a meme lord. So Right, right. It's like, that, it's like that meme with like the party and the guy saying like, these guys don't know I'm a meme lord. Like <laughs> <laughs> street cop <laughs> training. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. That's I think funny. I will. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's good times. It's uh, yeah, I, I really got to set up my registration for that conference. Um, I'm, I'm like on the fence with it. Like I want to go, but there's some changes in my personal life that I don't know if I'll be able to go. So mm-hmm. it's like, uh, cause I mean, that's like a can't miss activity. Like, right. And there's just oddly enough, that is like conference central time. For some reason, there's a lot of conferences coming yeah. out in the beginning of October. And it's like, it's just like choosing a child. Like, which one lives? I don't know. It's, oh, uh... <laughs> which one? Lives? No, yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm excited for it just because of yeah. all the classes and stuff like that, and sure. especially with its location. I mean, right? That's yeah. The I'm sure the capital classes. of the world. Exactly. So we'll see. Know. It's probably gonna be a shit show after hours, but 
Oh, absolutely. And I, they were raffling off tickets to go drinking with like <laughs> with I, them. <laughs> yeah, with them and like Dan Crenshaw and like people. I don't, maybe not him. I mean, he's a congressman. You can't go drinking with him. But um, yeah, a couple of their keynote speakers is like, hey, you want to have a beer with Jesse Hartnett? OK, mm-hmm. like, I don't know. That's just crazy. And then they're like raffling off Tommy Lahren's seat cushion. I yeah. mean, <laughs> you know yeah yeah no but i'm like what happens when you get you know 300 plus you know especially guy cops together where everyone's type a and trying to prove and you know all the bravado i'm like there's at some point bound to be some table broken somewhere oh, absolutely so, absolutely there's got to be like trashed, like <laughs> there's going to be like a phone jail when you get there like all right everyone's phone goes in here you get it on friday like yeah. no one's touching it and yeah. uh yeah they're going to screen you. Like, are you on IA? No, if you are, you can't, you can't check in. Um, there's going to be, there's only so much oxygen in the room. It's going to be, it's going to be yeah. insane, you know, but yep. I, I'm looking forward to it. I really hope I get to go. Um, so let's, let's go back to you. Let's talk a little bit about you. Um, so you said you started as a campus cop. Well, let's, let's go a little bit more broad and we'll kind of dial it in. So how long have you been in law enforcement? Four years working on five. Okay. So you're pretty, pretty new to it, but mm-hmm. not, I mean, it depends on the, the agency because some people four is like nothing. And some four is like, Oh man, you're a senior guy. Like shit, you're ready. You're ready to make chief. Um, yeah. I'm in that three to five area where some people still consider you a rookie and some people consider you a vet, you know? So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah. So, how how did you get involved in law enforcement? How did you how'd you get your start? Um, well, it was something that was determined at an early age in fifth grade. I saw them walk into the school and I was like, that's what I want to do. Um, they actually did like a touch a truck event where they brought the SWAT truck and I'm trying to hide it, but I'm sure by my accent you can tell I'm from the South. So mm-hmm. they had, you know, the rifles and stuff that they would like let the kids hold. Obviously they're emptied and cleared. But um, you know, I got to like hold you would the, hope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got to like hold a rifle and stand on the back of the SWAT truck. And I was like, fuck yeah. Like this is what I'm doing for the rest of my life. Um, so I just kind of worked towards that. Um, I double majored in psych and criminal justice and there was an opportunity. I applied for um, some of the local PDs and um, one of the universities, but I should have fucking known. <laughs> Never take your first offer. That that yeah, was a, yeah. that was a sign when I immediately applied, and they're like, "All right, you ready for like a chief's interview tomorrow?" I was like, "Whoa, whoa!" Um, but at the time, I was just so happy, and I so wanted to be a cop that um, I took it, and I I did agree with the principle of community or sorry, um, well that's what it was basically. Um, but you know, campus policing at the time. Um, so that's kind of how I got my start there. Yeah, it's funny you said that. Like, don't take the first job offer because that's basically what I did. Um, mm. Like, I applied other places and I wasn't getting calls back. And the first one that picked up the phone and called me back, I was like, "Yep, I'm there. I'm in." I'm gonna get Yeah, and it's but you know, I, I mean, I got my start uh, 2015, 2016, where and this was the didn't matter where I signed, it was going to be the most pay I got. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. everything else I had was dead end part-time jobs. So when someone said yes, I was like, cool, I'm in, you don't have to Mm -hmm. convince me more. You just sign the paycheck. Um, And, you know, in that time frame, good jobs were kind of hard to come by. Good paying jobs were hard to come by. So, you know, you wanted a paycheck. So that's how it was for me, at least. I don't know if you kind of had the same thing. I mean, obviously excited to be a cop, but you know, just a job in general was 
enough to be like, yep, that's good. Good to go. Yeah. I mean, I kind of piggybacking on that. One of the reasons why I did apply at the university that I did was because, you know, everything that they were saying, you know, seemed so appealing, but the issue was that it was all their stories from the glory days. Yeah. The time didn't catch up yet. So, you know, they were talking about, you know, like, you know, we're technically, you know, state police, blah, 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 blah. We get to go do this. We get to chase, we get to blah, blah, blah. Um, that was from like 2010, <laughs> um, <police laughs> right, right. at a university has changed since then, you know, they were saying, we're going to have all these units, we're getting all these things, you know, we want all of our officers, you know, to have alert training and we want pretty much all of them to be, you know, SRT or, you know, just all types of stuff that they were putting out there. And I was like, this looks great. And then I got there and I was like, damn. <laughs> so, right. Right. Going back to my earlier joke, I'm like a glorified security guard. Like what, um, what is going on? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, um, I went to school in Connecticut and we had public safety. They, I believe they were, I don't know if they were sworn police officers, but they were, that's essentially what they were. But when it, when you broke down to it, they were the door openers. They were the, um, you know, speeding ticket and or parking ticket guys. They would take your incident reports, but that was, that was about it. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a college where I work now that they are certified police officers, but because they operate within the city, uh, the city hasn't granted them or the state. I don't really know how it goes, but they don't, they don't have arrest powers. They don't have things like that. Mm-hmm. So they're glorified uh, their their armed security is basically what they're okay. boiled down to. So, what were some of your your duties as a campus police officer? I mean, it was a, it was a real PD, um, getting into stuff. I mean, but we also did have to do you know door unlocks, jump starts. Um, if a student runs out of fuel, go drive them to the gas station. Um, just things like that. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I remember one time I had to, which is fine. I really, I actually don't mind ride along. Um, mm-hmm, but you know, mm-hmm. I had to have someone ride with me and I had to go help one of the, you know, students pass out popsicles for a class. And I was like, what the fuck, what are we doing here? You know? Um, so there's that side of it, but there's also the law enforcement side and that's kind of where I got my start into, um, I'm sure we'll talk about it later, but my start into traffic, um, I was just so bored and um they weren't big on proactive policing because if you're proactive you're making stats if you're making stats you're making the university look bad um so they didn't want to acknowledge that we have a huge gang problem they didn't want to acknowledge Mm -hmm. that we have a you know ridiculous drug problem um but i was able to kind of do that with traffic um, mm-hmm. getting into cars. That's kind of where like, I got into the whole, like, drink the Kool-Aid of the street cop training, you know, <laughs> yeah. um, stuff like that. Um, but, you know, just making cases that way. So there was a, there was a good mix to it. But then of course, you know, I'm getting called in saying, Hey, let's cool it. Um, one of the specific quotes that I got from um, my deputy chief in writing was don't harass the students. They're here to have a good time. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I don't consider uh, driving under the influence um, you know, them having a good time, but you know, that's the right, kind of stuff right. that they would want us to refer to the student code of conduct rather than arresting them. Um, or yeah. if you find a student with, I, I mean, I'm not sure what your state's laws are, but if you find a student with, you know, an ounce of marijuana, it's like, ah, oh, well, we don't want to ruin his life. I'm like, yeah, but he's, he's a dealer, uh, or you know, <laughs> right. like MDMA, um, you know, stuff like that. Right, but he's just a kid. He's just yeah. A he's kid. he's just a kid. He's trying to help others. You know, have a good time. You know, the student selling Adderall. He's trying to help him study. 
Um, oh my God. So, I mean, that, that's, that's pretty much it. But... Right. And you're like, all right, I got to hit the streets because this just ain't working for me. Yeah. I mean, it was also just a, there was a lack of training. There was a lack of education. You know, you had people going in three years in a university setting and making sergeant. Um, right. I don't think you know anything. I mean, I still, I mean, you don't know enough to supervise me, <laughs> you know what I mean? Or, or anyone really, um, you know, they were making sergeant in three years. And like I said, just a huge lack of training. So it it was, it was an officer safety issue. And at one oh, point absolutely. they put out, they, I'm, I, I'm not going to quote it directly because it'll, it's too much information to give away, but they put out a GO um, that was just completely unsafe. Um, and it had to deal with, oh, no, I can't get into it, but it was just completely unsafe. And at that point mm-hmm. I was like, I was already looking, but that was when I was like, all right, I got to go because this place is going to get me killed. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that was kind of my, my major exit after, after all that. I mean, and that, that kind of comes down to it all. I mean, you know, safety is obviously paramount. So if you're, if you're agent, it's one thing to just have like a disagreement with the administration or something. I mean, that's, that's big, but if they're actively putting out, you know, directives or, or SOPs that will make you unsafe or, or endanger you, then yeah, you, you obviously did the right thing. So you went from the campus and then, so are you now a city cop or you, did you go to the state route? Like kind of what, what realm did you go to? I was looking at the state, um, but there is a agency that's kind of like known as being you know, the agency that you want to work for. And I was like, you know what? I'm going from the lowest of the low. Like I'm not going to settle. <laughs> so, you know, every department has their issues, but let me find the best department with <laughs> not as many issues and mm-hmm. let's go to that one. So um, I work for a very, very large um, city now. Okay. Very good. And, um, I got to say, I was shocked at all the city cops and deputies that were up on the highway. I was mm-hmm. like, holy cow. Like, you, basically, you, like, look the corner and there's five more cops. So that's that's cool. That's cool that you um, made the move. You're in a big city. How are you liking the difference? Um, I'm not just saying this in case my IA supervisor sees this. <laughs> But I really do love where I work. I cannot say enough good things. Um, my shitting on admin memes have declined because I don't have a lot of good content for it. Right, right. <laughs> um, because no I'm longer so, have the firsthand experience. Exactly. I'm so happy with where I work. Um, I love what I get to do. Um, it's it's rare nowadays that you still have those. I don't want to because everyone's a real cop, but you still have those agencies that are allowed to do real work. Still, you know, you're not mm-hmm, mm-hmm. sitting in a parking lot. Um, drinking bang and watching Netflix. Um, but so I'm just glad that I work for an agency that still allows us to do that. The community is pro police. Um, That's our the supervisors key. are completely go get them boys. Like we, we get it done. So it's definitely a, a 180 from where I came from. Sure. And I mean, that's, that's gotta just motivate you. I mean, I don't know. My agency has always been pro us. I can't even fathom uh, working for some of these major cities, you know, your Portland, your Chicago's, all, all those, I, I can't even fathom how people still suit up and go. And mm-hmm. I talked to someone from one of those cities in an episode that doesn't exist anymore. And mm-hmm. they said, they were like, nah, like, you know, you, 
yeah, you, you separate yourself from that nonsense and you're like, no, there's still citizens here that actively need the police and you serve for them. I'm like, that's fine. But when every yeah. day is just getting beat over your head that like, they don't like, you know, so many people don't want you there. Like mm-hmm. I'd, I'd go to somewhere smaller or somewhere like, you know, out of that, you know, more suburban maybe where it's like, no, I can actually see the citizens that care about me, not just like hope that they're there. Yep. You know, I, I make those memes about like, just because of how pro-police my area is, but you know, I've made those memes about like, you know, when you actually have to like pay for your meal because no one paid for it for you. Like, (laughs) (laughs) we're just, we're treated so well by the citizens in the community. I mean, I don't really know another, another place in my area that that's treated that well. So um, I'm definitely very happy with the change. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. I will. So the other, uh, yesterday I went to gas station off duty with my nephew and we went up and we got a, uh, you know, fountain drink. And of course, every cop knows you go to like a Seven Eleven or whatever, they'll give you the employee discount, which is free. Free 99. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so as a cop, I'm just used to that. But as a civilian, mm-hmm. I've always had to pay for, you know, a dollar soda or whatever it might be. So we walk in and my nephew puts his drink on the counter and the uh, the clerk was like, all right, yeah, no, it's good. I was like, wait a second. We got to the car <laughs> and I was like, stand by. And he's like, what? I was like, listen. The world sucks to be a cop right now, right? But the one thing we can always count on is getting free drinks from 7-Eleven or whatever. Not that not that we expect it, of course, IA, no. But, <laughs> but you know, everyone everyone just kind of expects it. But now everyone's getting it. So, like, you took the one last thing that we knew we had yep. and it's just yep. gone. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I was yep. so, like, I was like, what's next? Everyone's going to get 50% off at Chip- Chipotle? Like, yeah. No, there's but, there's a running joke about like oh like what are the benefits to being a cop now? It's like free drinks and half off Chick Fil A. Like that's it. <laughs> yeah, no exactly. <laughs> right. And as people continue to defund, you know, that's literally all you got, and you you yeah. need that fifty percent off because your pay isn't going to cover a full meal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, no, you're absolutely right. So, um, so you made the switch. You obviously love your area. You're you're very happy with your department. So what? You, you kind of alluded to it, but we're going to dive in a little deeper. What's your bread and butter? What do you like doing on the street? Traffic. Really? Just all things traffic related. Give me an accident. Give me a DUI. Let me find some dope. Um, the, the highways are my are my, my way to go. So, See, that's that's pretty shocking. I mean, it is and it isn't. Typically, when you talk to a traffic cop, they're like, yep, give me a, give me a crash. Give me a DUI. I'm good with it. Or let me find some dope, whatever. You rarely see someone that enjoys all of it, which mm-hmm. is, that's, that's me too. Um, I'm not huge into crashes anymore. I've been off the, off like the patrol angle working crashes for a minute. So I'm still, I'm kind of rusty again on crashes, but I think 45 like, minutes to do a report. <laughs> no, I'm not that bad. I'm not that bad. More like two weeks, but anyway, okay. uh, <laughs> no, um, but I'm still, so, you know, I work dope right now, but mm-hmm. Every time, well, not every time, but more times than not, when I hit the streets, especially during like a special assignment, an event or a holiday, I'm always the one that catches a DUI or I'm the one that is given a DUI. Like, hey, man, we found this. We know you're good at it. Can you take care of it? So DUIs, I actually don't mind, um, which is like heresy to talk as as like a a dope cop. But but that's the other thing about, you know, DUIs is like, people are like, oh, I hate them. I'm like, do you realize how elite DUI officers are? We are far and few in between. And who do you call mm-hmm. when you have a DUI? So I don't, I don't, I don't want to hear it from you. 
Yeah, no, I I don't mind working DUIs. I, like I said, I actually enjoy them. And what happened with me is I caught one when I was on patrol, pretty brand new, and the guy was fighting it. And I had a really good prosecutor do really good trial prep for me. Mm-hmm. And after that, I was like, oh, like he he basically broke down everything. He's like, hey man, your report's really good. We're gonna shore up a few details, and we're gonna we're gonna nail the guy. So we did. And ever since then, love DUIs because he just made it that much easier for me. Um, yeah. which, which by the way, if you have a prosecutor that'll sit down with you and be like, Hey, this is how we're going to nail the guy mm-hmm. worth his weight in gold. Like get his phone number. Cause you're yeah. going to want to rely on that person. Um, so yeah, do that. Obviously you and I are both kind of street cop. Uh, uh, we, we've drank the Kool-Aid I'm actually I'm indoctrinated. Actually, yeah, absolutely. We're, we are, uh, believers of the church of uncle Den. Basically. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I'm actually wearing my street cop shirt right now. Um, so you're just working the road right now, just straight patrol? Uh, no, I'm on traffic, um, oh, but okay. I'm okay. assigned to a shift, um, which I kind of like. You get to learn how to work with people real well. So when they know that I'm on a certain type of call, they know exactly what I need, <laughs> what I what what they need to do for for you know um, court purposes. You know, don't talk to my guy. Let me do all my stuff. You just be an extra camera. You <laughs> you get right, the, right. the big view. Okay. Um, but they're, they're extremely helpful. My shift is great. Um, but that's the one good thing about the traffic unit is, you know, you do have those guys who like to write tickets. Um, you know, they want to do hands free and seat belts and speeding. And that's great. I think traffic enforcement serves a purpose. Um, but you're also able to go to the complete other side, um, and start working in the highways and trying to find that dope mm-hmm. and, you know, mm-hmm. reading that body behavior, um, from people and stuff like that rather than just, you know, all right, here's a ticket I get my stat for the day. So they give us a lot of leeway to do pretty much whatever you want to do. However you want to make your, your stats, make them. So that's cool. That's, that's such a good and versatile unit to have. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, sometimes you get the, the, you know, the triple a with guns and sometimes you get, <laughs> people that, you get the people that, you know, actually want to go out there and be proactive. And, you know, we, we were just talking about DUIs and, DUI is one of the only crimes out there where immediately you will make a difference. You can actually like mm-hmm. save somebody. One of one yep. of my best arrests to date was a DUI that I caught um, in a liquor store parking lot with a, like a two year old in the front seat with no seatbelt mm-hmm. on. And, you know, I caught the guy before he drove away. And to date, I'm like, I saved that kid's life hundred mm-hmm. percent. And you know, like you said, some people just hate DUIs. There, there are a lot of paperwork for a misdemeanor, but of all the crimes out there, like that, that, and obviously like gun crimes or something like that, instant gratification. Like, yes, I definitely made a difference. So I agree with you. And you know, when you're proactive on, on a traffic unit like that, that's great. And when you have guys on the shift that are patrol guys helping you out, I mean, that's, that's just exactly what you want. So that's, Mm -hmm. you're, you're just like, Super lucky right now. I'm gonna have to get an application. I <laughs> oh, I'll talk to you after the podcast. I get a I get a thousand dollar referral bonus. So oh, there you go. Let me know when you're ready. And you got referral bonuses, man. I'm, yeah. I'm moving up there. That's crazy. <laughs> uh, what do you What do you want to do with your career? Do you just want to stay in the traffic unit, or you have aspirations elsewhere within your um, department? Traffic is is good for what I'm doing right now. Um, I think yeah, I kind of want to maybe segue that into going um, like full-time narcotics or going to our jump out squad. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But as far as, you know, long-term either DEA looks cool being mm-hmm. task forced out. Um, 
I don't know. I'm very, I'm very happy with where I'm at right now. Um, so haven't given it, you know, I, I used to have this 10 year plan, like two years, this four years, this, yeah. you know, but I'm so happy that I'm just kind of, just kind of chilling. So. Yeah. Yeah. No, I feel that when I was in FTO, um, I did the same thing. I kind of like marked it out <laughs> and I was like, yep, by this year, I want to do this by this year. I want to do this now. Now I'm kind of like, well, I can't say that before my current position, I was kind of like, you know, that movie, yes, man with, uh, Jim mm-hmm. Carrey, where like every opportunity that came to him, he said, yes, that's kind of where I was like, Hey, if right. someone wants me to go do this, yeah, I'll go do that. But whatever. Now, um, I've kind of redeveloped my like structure. Like, yeah, I'd really like to do this, this, and this, like, you know, I'm kind of in the point where like, I know what my niches are. I know what I'm really good at. Mm-hmm. And then I've got, you know, some kind of like dream goals. So that's kind of where I'm at, but um, I definitely understand exactly what you're saying. Cause I mean, where you are in your career, when I was there, I felt the exact same way. Like, Hey, I'm good here, but whatever you guys want to give me, I'll do. So, yep. and, and I think that's the best way to be honestly, especially in the very beginning. And like, as you're feeling your way through, you can just be, you know, just be a sponge, take it all in. And I remember when I started like Academy into beginning, I was like, yeah, I want to work dope. And then as I started getting st- started i was like nah i don't really want to work dope and then you know like you you start pigeonholing yourself like no i I need to do this and then you realize nah, i didn't mm-hmm. like that as much I, I think the open-minded take on law enforcement is just so important you know you get these guys like nope i only want to do this like bro you don't even know how to like fill out a trespass <laughs> warning <stop."> right <laughs> exactly like, don't tell me you're going to be a swat operator if you know you can't even load your gun properly yeah, like I see you with your retention broken, just walking around everywhere. <laughs> you know? uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's always scary too when you like, you know, everyone puts their hands like on their hips. Well, they can't, so they rest it on your gun, and you're like, "How long has my hood been down?" That's not yeah. good. Me, <laughs> like, to... I'm so glad the perp I was dealing with didn't just, you know, want to try level one too. Because <laughs> right, right, right. I remember I was in an alarm call, and this was this was way back in the beginning. And we had to go up like a bunch of flights of stairs. And I was like, damn, I am killing these stairs. Like the gym is going great. I'm fucking this shit up. And then I go to like, you know, rest my hand. I was like, that's why I was so light up the stairs. Because I still had everything off of my car from the jail. And I was like, I literally turned my car. I was like, ah, we got to just give me a second. Like before we go talk to these people, let me uh." So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, that's why it was easier up the stairs. I'm 30 pounds lighter. That exactly. It. I was like, damn, I'm killing it. Uh huh. Yeah, I. I think that's probably the worst. Is like, forgetting to to arm back up, and you're like, because eh. or or it's like for us, like if you go to the Sally Port, obviously you're going to download your weapons, and then it's always like, all right, I'm going to go out of the Sally Port, go write my report. And I, yeah, I'll, I'll get the stuff before I go to oh, the, yeah. and then it's, then obviously the alert tone drops and you're like, ah, shit. Like by the time yeah. you get there, like, shit, where did it all go? So yeah. I, I feel like you're not a cop until you have that story. And, and you know what? Everyone has one. The people that says they don't, you, that's not the truth. You have right, some, you forgot something at home, whether it's your radio. Right. Oh, I remember one time I had a, and I, this is why I say two is one and one is none. I had my flashlight die, die on a stop. I pull over uh-huh. this vehicle. It's occupied to the max. Um, uh-huh. You know, and I walk up there and I go to reach for my flashlight. I'm like, oh, well, this is awkward because mm. uh, it's dead. So, you know, I pulled the one off my, my shoulder 
but um, we ended up finding some dope and some some guns in the car. So oh wow, make sure that you always have your uh, <laughs> your flashlight charged so you can you can see what's going on inside the vehicle. So right, one flashlight if not multiple, mm-hmm. and just from uh, not personal experience, but I have definitely witnessed this. The flight the flashlight on your gun does not count when no. you're in the room. <laughs> Don't do that. You want to go to no, IA? That's not. how you get to IA. <laughs> yes, that is how you get in the hot seat. And that's, that's one of the reasons that's one of the times when you're like, you know what, idiot, you deserve that. Stop doing mm-hmm. that. <laughs> mm-hmm. don't, you don't, you don't flag the victim just cause you can't see cause you forgot your flashlight. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's, oh, wow. Would, we, we work with very smart people. Uh, what we mm-hmm. do is very difficult and requires mm-hmm. a lot of brain power, you yep. know, and even, even the meatheads and the, and the SWAT guys, you know, God love them. Uh, they're still very smart at what they do. Mm-hmm. But we work with some stupid, stupid people sometimes. <laughs> yep. Yeah. We can be as book smart as possible. We can take all the training. But as far as common sense and street smarts, it is lacking. And I feel like the people that make the best cops are the ones who, I don't know. I, I don't want to say ran from the cops when they were younger. but I know. I saw had, that meme yesterday, too. Had, you know, a little bit of a, a, a fun or colorful, colorful history. So Yeah, that they had a harder edge. There you go. Yeah. No, absolutely. And that puts me at a disadvantage because I was pretty much goody two-shoes. That's one of the reasons why I decided to be a cop. I was like, oh, well, I've been good all my life. So I might as yeah. well just keep going. But, I mean, it is what it is. So where I grew up in Jersey, uh, two traffic lights. Uh, but mm. it's one of those things like I thought there was no crime, but there was. Um, mm. Kind of like how you depicted the school you worked for. Like, oh, we don't have a drug problem. Yes, we do. Um, like our students are ODing, but okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I had no idea. Like my friends and I, we were not into that scene at all. So, and I was perfectly happy with that. Like, you know, we we didn't go out to drink. We didn't do like the, the field parties everyone did after football games or whatever. But uh, my sister, who is significantly older than me, she worked at the uh, convenience store that was there. Uh, or like a pharmacy, like a, like a Rite Aid or CVS or whatever. And um, she, you know, she was working beside some of the upperclassmen that went to my school. And that's how I found out that, no, no, there's a heavy drug mm-hmm. problem there, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, same idea. Like I, I was a goody good. I had no idea. Lived in my bubble. Like my town was a bubble and I had like my micro bubble. Yeah. Whatever. You know, I, I didn't see or experience anything re- regarding drugs until I moved to where i live right now so mm. not that i eh, i guess i was sheltered but eh, it's whatever no, uh, i mean sometimes i look back and i'm like i was passed out in a field with like a bottle of everclear like how did i make it <laughs> right. survive? you know so yeah, yeah. But, and your mom you know, calls you she's like hey you know you're still at your friend's house i'm like i'm in a different state but <laughs> you know. life is going good mom we're, yeah, we're good we're great Absolutely. I mean, I don't, it it leads to having a more cultural background when you have people like you and then people like me working together side by side. Like, and that's really what it comes down to. And you need that because who knows, you might be on a call where, you know, someone's going out to a field party in the middle of the woods and blacking out with Everclear, or <laughs> you're going to have the guy that, you know, stumbled upon, you know, a kilo of Coke on a, on a nature walk, like literally had no idea how it got there. Mm-hmm. Didn't know anything. I was like, man, this is a big, uh, big block of baking soda. I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it's. Is this to chalk your hands to climb, you know, um, the side of a mountain? What are you doing? <laughs> right, right. Yeah. It all 
it's all very weird, but it, you know, it, it builds this community that we, we work in and, and we kind of coexist in. I always say that like the police world is separate, obviously to our, to our home lives and everything like that. So I don't know. It's it's not a bad thing. So what uh what are some things you enjoy doing away from work? What what is what is not today IA away from work? Uh, see, whenever I like mention my hobbies, I sound like a top douchebag. But it's like <laughs> I like I like CrossFit and <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, just normal cop stuff. I mean, but I do have my like homemaker side. I like to cook, I like to bake play instruments I sing um so I I have other stuff that I like to do but um honestly this is going to sound bad but on my off days and I know I'm wasting so much time but I just I enjoy just sleeping and resting and I know I could be doing so much more with my day but it's really the only thing that I want to do like I wake up at 4 p.m and I open my eyes and I'm like damn I'm tired again (laughs) yeah yeah so um it's just a lot of a lot of chilling. Um, I like to cruise, but they haven't been doing those for the past year. So, uh-huh. um, yeah, that's what I do on my off time. Yeah. And fucking make memes and get yellow on the internet for typos. So, oh yeah, of course the grammar Nazis are <laughs> alive and well on Instagram of all places. Um, yeah, I uh, I feel you. I follow these, you know, all these like self-made, like hardworking guys that they're like, you know, if you're not, you know, 75 hard and all that shit. And mm-hmm. it's great. Like, I, I want to do it so bad without doing 75 hard. Like, I really want to be self-accountable and be like, yeah, let's let's let's, let's accomplish something. Mm-hmm. But then, like, you know, after three, you know, a long weekend at work, 12 hours and you're just fucking tired, bro. And you're yeah. just like, <laughs> listen, I'm going to take the first day for me. The second mm-hmm. day also for me and then it'll be back to going to work so yeah i don't know it's like it's like you know same thing with money like you know you can't take it with you you only have a limited amount of time on earth so like how do you want to spend it like yes Mm -hmm. absolutely in our job in our career got to train got to be physically fit got to take care of yourself all the good stuff but you know your mental health and and being rested that's that goes part of it too and for Mm -hmm. me when when i work i definitely don't sleep a lot or enough like mm-hmm. right now it's 11 o'clock at night and i gotta be up in a few hours i just i enjoy being awake and i enjoy doing things when i'm awake so once i get a roll going i keep doing it and then but then the flip side of that is that when i crash i crash pretty hard so mm-hmm. it's like and plus you know on the days that we are working we, we might get you know eight hours of sleep but it's not good sleep you know <laughs> so mm-hmm. i think that probably plays into it too right yep i've noticed um, issues with my sleep patterns and everything. And I started taking melatonin and I don't know if I like it because mm-hmm. I, my, you know, I start taking like extended release melatonin and then you wake up and you're like, all right, I'm up, but my body isn't like, yeah. you know, I'm still groggy and everything. So yeah, I, I always wait. I mean, maybe the fact that I've been working myself to exhaustion cause I've been sleeping like the dead, but I don't know. It's just, obviously that's, that can't be good either. Mm-hmm. It's just, I don't know. It's like a never ending cycle of exhaustion. And then we're taking too much caffeine to try to make up for that exhaustion. Oh yeah. 
I don't know. I, I think we all just need to chip in and buy some bang stock or monster stock or whatever. That's what I'm saying, like spot, like you see how much how much pre workout stuff I post on my stories and bangs. Like, can someone, <laughs> someone take pity on me and give right. me a sponsorship deal? So right. So yeah, you you post so much pre workout and stuff. You just need like a supplement, like sponsorship or whatever. It's basically what it comes down to. I think I think we definitely opened up a market for you. So. Let's talk about the elephant in the room real quick. Um, everybody on Instagram has referred to you with a he or a him <laughs> pronoun um, for the longest time, especially since October, but definitely before that too. And I knew mm-hmm. the secret long before everyone else. You but... were the first one. Well, yeah, technically the first one. What do you mean? There were others? I felt so no, special just... this whole time. Okay. <laughs> no, it's because in my bio, I used to have like your favorite like lady, like name, whatever, like something about like, me being a woman memer, but then everyone ignored it, so I just took it out, and then I've just been passing as a dude for past right. year and a half. But but like accidentally, right? Like you just didn't you didn't placate to the man thing. It just kind of everyone yeah, was just, assuming. Yep. Yeah. So, but now, hold on. So hold hold the phone here. Now okay. the 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 glass has been broken. The mirror has been shattered. Everyone knows mm-hmm. you are a female. Now you're wanting sponsorships. Like, Hey, Oh, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, it's, all right, I take wipe it up back. for the discount I, code. No, uh, no butt cream. No, only <laughs> no, you know, and that's like, I think one of the things I, I kind of liked the most about the fact that like everyone thought that I was a dude was because like, I got, you know, my page and you know, the, the, saying like followers but like got my followers from like me being funny in my content like I didn't have to show my face I didn't have to show my ass like yeah. I did the work <laughs> and, and it pays off so if you know I can do it you ladies can do it too you don't need to be naked on the gram so right exactly nope for sure and that's I mean it was just always funny when people would be like, like blue line grit so he used to hit me up all the time and and yes, I did just call him out. Um, he was like, he's like, man, this dude over here is so funny. Not today, I. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, dude, that dude's really funny. But they, they, they are really funny. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. I would never, I would never respond with a masculine pronoun. Just, mm. just it was like a game to myself. Right. <laughs> and you know, I would always be like, oh yeah, yeah, they are. And like I've referenced you in the past, and you know I just make sure to be very vague, and it's just so funny. I always had fun with it, but you know now we broke the internet. Everyone, the from the first minute when you talked, they were like, "Wait, who's on this episode?" And they're like, "That that not today." Come on and tell them that he couldn't be a meme page anymore. Kind of like R.I.P. T.G.T. Oh man. You know, I think I need a new sound effect. Like I got the ding for that's what she said. I need something for like every time we bring up TGT, it's gonna be like wah wah wah. <laughs> anyway, um, this is this is a fun interview. This is good. Um, got to talk to you about things that I mean we've talked for a while, but we never talked about this stuff. So it's very cool. Um, mm-hmm. Thank you very much for coming out. Yeah. Let's see. Oh, we got an hour till till round two starts. So that'll be something. Um, but before we do that, we're gonna play Signal Three. So we're just going to hit you with some uh, rapid fire questions. You ready for it? I'm ready. All right, here we go. If you could identify with any sandwich, what would it be? Probably an ultimate pub sub. Ooh, okay. Yeah, pub subs for the win. Yeah, absolutely. And if you're from like 
anywhere that's not the Southeast. You don't know what that is. So finally, <laughs> finally, the Southeast has something that they can like claim as their own. Yeah, look at Publix. Yeah, with an X, not a yeah. C or whatever. Yeah. Uh, where is your dream vacation destination? So I think I'm going to go with my second best and probably go with like Scotland. Okay. Italy has always been like tops for me. So my first mm-hmm. international trip was Ireland. Love it. Mm. Talk about it too much. Um, and Italy, I just, so I took the Ireland trip because it just happened to work with the vacation days I already had planned. Um, but what I was planning on doing pre Corona was to take a Mediterranean cruise, um, yeah. Greece, uh, Sicily, Crete and, and Italy. I was so excited for it. And then of course it got canceled. Actually, mm-hmm. I didn't even finish booking it because of Corona, but hopefully yeah. one day soon, maybe the world will be back to normal. One day. And Scotland. I mean, sure, it's been main. normal for me, but yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's been normal minus travel, minus yep. uh, international travel. I saw something uh, today that the the tour group that I went to Ireland with, they posted an ad that said, uh, where was it? I think Iceland was open, but you needed to have your vaccine passport. And I was like, shove it up your ass. <laughs> Everyone, yeah. Yeah. I, I ain't even there yet. Uh, <laughs> what's your favorite movie? Uh, any of the John Wick. Okay. Okay. Um, what is your go-to day off alcoholic drink? I don't really drink. No. Um, that one time I was like, all right, y'all, like, this is like my first drink in like six months. Wish me luck. Like <laughs> I might find me dancing on a bar top soon. Right. Um, right. But I, I guess like, I don't know if I go in, I go all in. So I'd probably have to be like an Irish trash can. What is that? Uh, it's, <laughs> um, well, let's see. Trash can. So oh, you're looking it up. Yeah. It's a uh, gin, rum, vodka, peach schnapps, triple sec, blue carousel, Red Bull. Jeez. And so like they take the Red Bull can and they drop it on top of the drink. Oh my Lord. I might have to try that. That sounds terrible, but <laughs> no, it tastes it tastes like uh like gummy worms. So really, mm-hmm. uh, you're, you're just hitting all my uh my needs right there. I'm gonna have to <laughs> check that out. All right, what uh? Let me write that down. Irish trash can. Okay. Um. Uh. Where's your favorite place to hang out on duty? Uh, we have this uh this main corridor that connects all of our um our highways and like our main road. Um, there's a couple of good perk stations stop and robs there. So mm-hmm. kind of like to hang out there and just, it's just a main hub to mm-hmm. get into anything you want. So nice. Very good. What's, um, what's your favorite cop movie? Not to go with the one at one of the, uh, the OG answers or the usual answers. I got to go and the watch. Okay. Uh, what's your favorite donut flavor? Chocolate, chocolate frosted. Oh, okay. The the double like chocolate the, one. Yeah, it's like a chocolate glazed cake with the chocolate frosting on top. Uh, and like the chocolate sprinkles on top of that. Mm-hmm. Can, yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. Uh, what's the favorite? What's your favorite police car you've driven? I would say I love the pickup of my Charger, but my Tahoe was roomy. I'm gonna go with the the, the Charger. The Charger. Okay. Sure. Uh, biggest moment of your life if you were walking into like bottom of the ninth you're walking into whatever biggest moment what's your walk-on song um i probably have to go with like god's country by blake shelton i i don't know why i'm just i'm i'm picking like i'm literally thinking bottom of the ninth like this guy walks out ready to fucking 
hit a home run. I don't know. Uh-huh. That's the song. Okay. All right. No, I'll take it. Okay. So imagine you have kids. All right. Okay. They're signing up for little league or basketball, whatever. They're playing. They're playing some kind of sport. You get to pick their jersey number. What number are you giving them? One. Why? Uh, I don't know. It's just first. If you ain't first, you last. So okay. <laughs> I don't know. This is the first one that popped in my head. All right. That, that works. This, that was a new question. I was testing it with you. So there you okay. go. Um, all right. If you weren't a cop, what would you be doing? I think that depends on what you mean. Do you mean when qualified immunity goes away? Or do you mean like if I never got into the cop world at all? Both. Okay. If policing ends as we know it now, um, I'd probably open up some sort of like bar. And if I was never a cop i would be in the military okay that's fair kind of same same vein mm-hmm. interesting the person that doesn't drink so open up the bar that sounds dangerous that sounds, <laughs> that sounds like an ia thing right there no i just i've always i don't know i like the setting of a bar i like the closeness of a bar um and i wouldn't want it to be like a huge bar but like a you know a, a hole in the wall bar where mm-hmm. yeah. especially like cops you get 50% like off or the first beer is free, something, you know, mm-hmm. something like that. Yep. I, I, I trust me. I get it. Um, what's the proudest moment of your law enforcement career? Mm, lame, but it's like, um, like life saves from ODs and, you know, things like that, or when you can actually do CPR and it second ends up working, you know, mm-hmm. stuff like mm-hmm. that. Sure. Yep. Um, if you could tell one person, one thing about your career that they misunderstand, what would it be? That that is a oh one person one one misunderstanding about my career. God, there's so many things. I don't think I can narrow it down. <laughs> um, I don't know, dude. I, I don't know <laughs> what I would say. If you if you get an idea, we'll circle back to it. Okay. All right, Jen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, if you could share a meal with one person, dead or alive, that you've never met, who would it be? And what would you order? God, why is it the first person that comes to mind is Bill Clinton? I don't know why, but in my head, like I just, I just think he would be like a fuck, like a hot mess to hang out with. Um, I don't want to have dinner with him, but that was the first person that popped into my head. What would I eat? Um, one of my favorite meals is chicken parm, so I would order that while he's like doing blow off the stripper's ass crack. I don't know. Like you can't order like a hot dog or a sausage with him because it's Bill. So no, yeah. Okay. (laughs) Sounds good. Uh what's the best piece of advice anyone ever gave you? Listen to your mom. Okay. I listen to your parents. That would have saved me so much if I if I didn't want to just be hard headed and figure it out on my own if I just listened. So Right, right. Yep. What is your favorite late night snack? Hmm Probably either microwave nachos, you know, or mm-hmm. um, if we're going the like the dessert route, you take like chocolate chips and marshmallows and put them in the air fryer and then dip some graham crackers into it. Uh, yeah, like a s'mores dip. Exactly. Oh, sounds good. And the last one, actually, no, I'll give you two. So the la- uh, second to last one is going to be what would be your go to karaoke song? My go to like, karaoke what- song. Yeah. save a horse not a cowboy okay okay <laughs> <laughs> and if you were stuck in a foxhole who would you want to be trapped with to help you get out bear girls okay that's a good one yeah. all right and that concludes signal three 
once again, uh, not today. IA coming in with uh, with the meme wars and the uh, campus cop memes, which I still got my campus cop uh, sticker, by the way. <laughs> um, yeah. So just for anything else that I may have uh, missed or you'd like to add, go ahead. The floor is yours. If you want to plug your social media, I know you got your store and everything. Whatever you want to talk about, go ahead. Yeah, no, um, just thanks for having me on. Like you said, this has been a long time, long time coming. Um, you can find me on Instagram at NotTodayIA. You can find me on Facebook at NotTodayIA. I have a store. I don't sell a whole lot of merch like you do, but I do have, you know, a, a pretty popular sticker. It's internal affairs inside of the Pornhub uh, logo. So that's doing pretty well. So if you guys want those, you can go on the store. Um, but that's, that's pretty much it. Make sure to tune in for the meme wars. See who wins. Yes. Absolutely. And uh, that's all I got. So once again, thank you very much for joining us. And uh, yeah, we'll see you soon. Talk to you later. Bye. And if you're listening, we'll be right back. Right outside of this one church town, there's a gold dirt road to a whole lot of nothing. Got a deed to the land, but it ain't ground this is god's country we pray for rain and thank him when it's falling because it brings a grain and a little bit of money we put it back in the plate i guess that's why they call it god's country i saw the light in a sunrise sitting back in a 40 on the muddy riverside getting baptized in holy water and shine with the dogs running so a uh, pirate walks into a bar and he's wearing a paper towel wrapped around his head and the bartender goes hey man why you got a paper towel wrapped around your head and the pirate goes Arg, there's a bounty on me head Thank you. I'm here all week. Try the veal. One more time. One more time. Let me give you another one. Uh, same pirate. Actually, it's a different pirate. Same bar. Uh, walks into the bar. And this guy has got a steering wheel sticking out of the front of his pants. And the bartender goes, man, I need a different job. But he also says, hey, man, why you got a steering wheel sticking out the front of your pants? And the pirate goes, argh, it's driving me nuts. Thank you. Thank you. Tip your waitresses. How about one more? You know what? Third time's the charm. All right, so uh, a pirate got his ears pierced. And, uh, you know, while he's sitting at the bar, because that's where the pirate's going to go, because, you know, you can't can't operate a pirate ship during the COVID pandemic. And now that I've said the magic word, I'm going to get labeled by the CDC. Anyway, during the COVID pandemic, you cannot operate a pirate ship because the ship holds too many people. They do not social distance. Yada, yada, yada. Okay, so anyway, the pirates are at the bar. The one's sitting there, and one goes to the other and goes, Hey, man, I see you got your ears pierced. How much did that cost? And the other pirate goes, Arg, a buccaneer. Anyway, you can do the same joke, but talk about corn, too. Like, hey, man, I see you're eating corn. How much did that cost? Arg, a buccaneer. Anyway, hope you guys enjoyed the episode with Not Today IA. Um, I think it was fun. I think it was great. Um, so now, if you haven't voted already, you need to go to Not Today IA's page. Oh, yeah, I can use pronouns now. You got to go to her page and you got to vote for your favorite meme lord. Um, and, you know, if I win, 
her and Dark Cop are going to say that I, you know, rigged the election or whatever. And if she wins, I'm going to say she rigged the election. So no one's a happy, uh, everyone's a sore loser in this game. So, you know what? Fuck it. Um, it's whatever. Anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed the episode or the interview. I still got a few more things to ramble about. Also, I hope you enjoyed Dad Joke Wednesday. I don't know. That might be a new segment. Who knows? Um, again, not not writing my notes, but for today's Code 4 check, I did want to talk about self-improvement because that's like what I'm supposed to be talking about. That's what I've told myself that I'm going to start talking about. Um in addition to any mental health, um, had someone just reach out to me moments ago telling me that they were in a dark spot and my openness talking about mental health and the job, um, and putting it all together in the, in the family slash community element of my page, just, you know, having this continual conversation, continual, maybe cyclical, I don't know. It's like a cycle more than a continuum. Anyway, I don't know. I've had a, I've had a hefty IPA, so I'm kind of feeling it at the moment. Um, what was I even talking? Oh yeah. So he said that my page helped him to a very dark spot and stopped him from making a stupid decision. That's his words, not mine. Even though I agree with what he was saying. Um, so that being said, I really appreciate that. And if you guys hear any sniffing or anything at the moment, it's my dog. I apologize, but I'm talking. So she obviously wants to be on my lap. If you haven't seen my story, Lola, the meme dog. So for today's code four check, obviously for mental health guys, if you need help, if you need to talk to somebody, reach out to me, reach out to any of the number of resources that there are on the internet or in your personal life. And we will get you where you need to go. I am in no way a professional, but I have I have uh, references to professionals that can help you. So aside from that, what I did want to talk about regarding self-improvement, and I talked about it a few weeks ago, um, is accepting criticism. If you get in trouble, take the smack in the dick or, or a smack in the face, whatever the terminology is, um, and learn from it. And it's really hard. It really is. I'm speaking from personal experience today, actually, where you know, you can, you can do things right. You can do things wrong. And if you make mistakes, you got to own up to it. People ask me all the time for tips for field training. And the number one thing I can say is if you make a mistake, only make it once. Don't keep making it show that you're trainable, show that you learn from your mistakes and you can improve. But that doesn't stop when you get out of field training. If you start getting comfortable in your position to the point where you do make silly mistakes that you should know better and you should know better I don't know I didn't know no one told me those aren't just excuses we make during field training it's what every cop makes after a while and they're bullshit you shouldn't be making them especially when you start reaching that five six seven eight year mark in your career like it's one thing if you, you know, I remember when I was in field training, I took a dead body call and my field trainer who had some time on said, man, I can't remember the last time I actually worked a dead body call. And that was shocking to me. I mean, that's such an integral part of our job. Obviously, it's not the most glamorous thing, but it's a thing we do. You need to stay up to date. Like I've said before, I'm not... Um, on the road anymore. So yeah, if I had to handle a domestic, a uh, mental health evaluation, things like that, 
where there is specific paperwork that may have changed since my last time handling a patrol call. Yes, I might not be up to date in things like that as far as policy and procedure, but I, I understand how to obviously work the law. But I work in a narcotics investigation unit, so to speak, and I also work in the crime scene division as well. And even that, I can make mistakes on my day-to-day normal duties because, and this is just me being 100% transparent, a little bit of uh, therapy as I talk to myself and the uh, soundboards I put up crookedly in my uh, office slash studio, you know, I kind of got comfortable doing the paperwork and the, and the evidence tagging and stuff like that. And when you get comfortable, things start, you, you cut corners and, you know, this is a job where you really can't cut corners. And there is a checks and balance um, system in place in all police departments. That's why, you know, you're going to write a report, it's going to go to the sergeant, it's going to go to the lieutenant, it's going to go up the chain. You tag a piece of evidence, it's going to go into the evidence locker, it's going to get checked by the clerk, it's going to get checked by their supervisor. It's, it's all these things. And when you screw up, it's going to get caught, which is good. As far as legalities are concerned, that's very good and it's very important. That's kind of something that um, the Jersey Boys and I were talking about yesterday. Like, if we're going to screw up, we're going to catch it. One way or another, there are too many checks and balances and, and different sieves that are going to stop us before we really screw up. Obviously, a split-second decision can't stop that before your brain tells you, hey, go do something stupid. But as far as making mistakes um, in paperwork and tagging evidence, shit like that, um, there are plenty of things that'll catch you good, you know, like, hey, you got to and, and we make all the jokes like, oh, God, you know, I made one today as I was getting my ass chewed out. But or not as I was, that's disrespectful. But soon thereafter, it's, you know, it's just a good way of getting your thoughts out. I don't I'm not a diary guy. Sorry, friends. Um, no, this is my diary. Anyway, the point is you're going to get you're going to get jammed up. And if you keep making the same mistakes, just if you're like your first week in field training, you keep making those same mistakes, it's going to come back and bite you in the ass. You know, you're going to you're going to start getting paper put on you that you don't want. That's going to piss you off. But you know what? You have to hold yourself to a higher standard. And when things start happening like that, and this is what happened to me today, you've got to like sit yourself down and be like, all right, what the fuck am I doing here? I know how to do this job. I know how to tag evidence correctly. I know how to process paperwork the way it's supposed to be done. What am I doing? And I can confidently say people from year five to about year 12, even though I'm only year six, but bear with me here. That's going to happen to you a lot. Maybe not a lot. Maybe it'll happen to you once and you that'll be the reality check you need to be like, all right. I got to fucking get my head out of my ass. I am not senior to that point yet, you know, because when you get to that like 10 year realm, then it's like, all right, I'm senior to the point where I don't have to take all these paper calls. I can start doing my own thing. But still, you have to be accountable for what you're doing, what kind of um, work product you're putting forward. And if you're in a special unit like me, that has a little extra weight. If you're putting together a search warrant, if you're, you know, dealing with a homicide scene and you're getting sloppy because you're cutting corners because, you know, the job is like a job. And let's be honest, humans in general, but cops specifically, 
we're going to try to find the easy way out. Not even the easy way out like cheat the system. Just like, hey, you know, work smarter, not harder. Yeah, but in the end, most of those times, smarter is not smart. And you're going to have to work more because you cut too many corners and you have to redo all your work. So that's uh, my little 10-8 share session with you guys today. Point being, stop making mistakes when you do, when you get, you know, put out on the mat and are told to, like, stop fucking up, take it on the chin, and stop fucking up. That's kind of what it's boiled down to. And that was basically a pep talk for me that you guys got to listen to. So you're welcome for that. I'm going to wrap up the episode today, guys. Once again, go to Not Today IA on Instagram. Vote for your favorite meme lord in the championship of the meme war bracket. It ends uh, April 1st at midnight. Zero dark. So zero, 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 zero hours. It's done. And the, uh, the spring meme champion will be crowned will it be me will it be not today ia i don't know will poorly made police memes show up and be like ha screw you bitches mate probably at this point i don't know um so go do that the music today uh started it with my darling dopamine by days and days then we had dude looks like a lady by aerosmith there was kind of a joke because everyone thought that not today ia was a dude and it's obvious that she is not a dude and i can't say obviously not a dude but from her voice at least doesn't seem to be a dude and then we had uh god's country by blake shelton and we're gonna wrap up with am i a psycho by tech nine like i said earlier check me out next week we have uh project 109 we have lamont corker talking about line of duty deaths it is a serious episode it is a cop council episode so it's gonna have a little heavier weight on it But it's actually one of my favorite conversations I've had to date, which is weird because my last conversation with Lamont is just as high up there as one of my favorites. And actually uh, joining us, so we've got Stephanie, obviously, from Project 109. Her husband, George, showed up again. So that's a lot of uh, good perspective that he provided. And then Lamont. And uh, we're working on getting Lamont and George back for a leadership episode. And I got a special plan for that one. And like I said, I've got a lot planned for the end of April. Wait, no, mid-April and beyond. Uh, I've got some phone calls and text messages and emails to put out to hopefully get some more um, great presenters and conversationalists. And uh, I'm excited, guys. I hope you guys are excited. And if you're not, hey, just stop listening. It's that simple. Uh, And if you just want the memes, then stick around for the memes. Even though I'm in a really bad meme block right now. So it might be a minute before I start pumping out new memes again. Uh, and if you want merch, go to my store, 10-8-memes.equidecwid.com for some t-shirts, stickers, lots of stickers, wristbands, koozies. And there's some magnets that aren't selling. So, you know, just get this stuff out of my house. That's really what I want. So go on there, check it out. If you want to talk to me, if you have anything you want to air, some complaints, some grievances, if uh, you've got a question, if you've got something that you want me or one of my guests to discuss, I'm all for it. I am here to entertain and inform. Call me. My number is 352-610-1692. 352-610-1692. Save that to your phone because I'm tired of saying it every episode. Anyway, 
Until we meet next time, friends. Take care of each other. Stay safe. 10-8 is out. Times on a road when I feel that burn upon the clitoris. Yeah. I'ma get her wet. Yeah. Sorry to get killed the way I feel stupid because I ain't did it yet. Yeah. Maybe she never looking to find niggas sweat on her breast. I get back so I ain't better next. Yeah. Open, I try to contain it, but that bang thing soaking. Alter ego say why you let them gang bang poking. Yeah. Strange lane hoping I can maintain coping, but ain't nobody talking when the insane main spoken. Yeah. I like fire on my skin, blood on my drawers from up on the walls. I'm suffering, I'm stuck in the car, stuffed in her jaws, huffing and puffing, hollering on my dog. Afterwards, I like really hot. Scum.